0: Amen. Glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Come on now, we can do better than that. Glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. Amen. I tell you, first off, I always want to honor God. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to stand behind this sacred desk and preach his word, but I also want to honor our pastor. It says a lot for him to let somebody preach while he's here, but when he's gone, it means a lot more to me. I know that he trusts me, and that means the world to me. If I had to title my thoughts tonight, it would be casting a shadow. Casting a shadow. And before I begin, I just just have to make this clear. I don't know that I've ever agonized over a message as I have over this one. Truly, God has dealt with my heart severely. It's been a tough week. I found out Tuesday that I would be preaching And God really dealt with my heart, and as God was dealing with my heart on the other side, I had the devil condemning me, accusing me, really just pounding me and pounding me. I couldn't get any relief from it. But tonight, aren't you so glad that we serve a God who is greater than all of that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I stand here tonight. I'm telling you, I'm a person. I like to have about four different notes. I've got one page of notes tonight. Mainly, honestly, these are just scriptures and one reference out of Matthew Henry's commentary. But I can tell you that through all of that condemnation, through all of that pounding, through all of that, something was birthed inside of me. That I'm telling you, God showed me something in the spirit, and I believe he's going to show it to each and every one of you tonight. You go go ahead and stand for the reading of the word. I'm just going to reference four scriptures here. Then we'll pray and God will have his way. John chapter 14 verses 12 through 14. Verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Can I tell you that you and I are supposed to do more than Jesus did on this earth? Amen. Oh, come on. That, that, that doesn't make much sense in our minds, but that's Jesus said, I'm not a man that I should lie. These words are written in red. And he said, greater works will you do because I'm going back to the Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Flip over to Acts chapter 5. We're going to read verses 15 and 16 there. In so much that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, every one. Can I tell you tonight that the shadow that you cast matters to this world? Oh, come on, we're going to get into this in just a minute. It may not be very long. When I got into this, I said, God, if you'll let me preach, I promise I'll just say whatever you want me to say, and I'll get out of the way. So I'm not the longest-winded preacher. Brother Rafe might have convinced you otherwise from Tuesday night, but I'm here commissioned by God to preach his word and tell you that your shadow that you cast on this world matters. Help me pray tonight. Precious Heavenly Father, we love you, God. We're so thankful to be in your house, God. Lord, we see, God, a need in this world. Oh, but God, the greater the need that we see to have you, Jesus. Oh, we must be more like you, Jesus. We must walk in your ways. We must let your shadow overshadow us, God. Lord, I pray tonight, God, that you would help us to hear your words, God. Oh, that we would see you for who you really are, God. Today, this morning, God, you began a work, and I believe, God, you are going to finish it tonight. I believe that there are those, God, that have come into this house burdened by condemnation, burdened by fear, and anxiety God all we can see is the shadow of who we are oh but to see the shadow of Jesus to be covered by your shadow God oh let that be our cry as we leave this place tonight father anoint me God hide me behind the cross hide me behind the cross father I'm nothing without you and I ask you God to have your way and the church said amen hallelujah 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 I'm telling you now, I fought hell this week for this message. I'm telling you, like I said, I love to have notes. And I can tell you, I've spent more time on my face before God, studying his word, in the word, reading commentaries, reading the Bible. And I can tell you, I fought hell, and I fought hell, and I fought hell. And I couldn't come up with anything, nothing, nothing. I said, well, I guess I'll just preach Jesus. For God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, but the next verse is just as beautiful. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And I'm telling you, I dealt with condemnation all week long. Anybody else deal with condemnation? Oh, come on now. I guess we've all got our fig leaves on tonight. I'll go ahead get rid of mine. It's a little hot in here anyway. Aren't you tired of coming to church, acting like we've got everything figured out, like I'm okay? I've got, there's nothing wrong with my life. So severe condemnation. You know what my condemnation was? It's hard for me to get up here and preach to this church. Why is that? Because I feel like my testimony is much more insignificant than anybody else's here. I was saved as a kid, filled with the Holy Ghost as a kid. I promised in all grace and mercy of God, I've never drank, I've never smoked, I've never done any of that. And I come in here and listen to these amazing testimonies of what God has done. And the devil just pounded me and said, how do you preach to these people? How do you do it? I battled fear probably for the last two months roughly. The devil telling me, I'm going to get your kids telling me i might not have you yet but i'll get your kids before they can get jesus in their life oh my god i'm telling you gripped with fear anxiety all of these things but you know what i did all week long i got on my face before god and the louder the voice of the enemy got, oh the stronger something began to rise up in me because greater is he that's within me than he that's in this world I've come to cast down the shadow of condemnation tonight. All fear must leave. Anxiety must leave. Depression. Pornography, addictions. All of these things. Oh, but aren't you tired of hiding it from everybody else? I can tell you this. Your shadow don't hide who you are. Oh, come on now. When you get out there in that sunshine and you can't, I can't look at that ground and see if I'm wearing a blue shirt, a yellow shirt or a green shirt. Oh, but it tells me exactly who I am. My God, will we take the clothes off finally? It's been preached time after time behind this pulpit and God impressed it on my heart. How much longer are we going to hide behind the cloak of religious religion? Come on. How much longer are you going to hide saying, I've got it all figured out? Your shadow exposes you and who you are. I'm telling you, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm telling you that God laid a lot of this on my heart between services this morning and this afternoon. This is how real and fresh this is to me. I drove home, tears rolling down my face. You can ask my wife. We were talking. Tears rolling down my face. Why was that? Oh, because the light from Christ shined down, and I saw my shadow, and I was disappointed in what I saw. Oh, my God. God. This Christ does not dull. This light of Christ does not dull, but our affections for him do. Our affections for him dull. I'm telling you, I was driving down that road, and I saw my shadow. And it was greater than Jesus' shadow. And I can tell you, it made me sad. It made me disappointed. And it broke my heart to see what I claimed to be wasn't necessarily what I was. Peter. Peter was the one. Walked across. People were trying to get just within Peter's shadow. To stand. They were sick. They were lame. They would bring them by the droves, lay them by the road, just hoping that the shadow of Peter would pass over them. Matthew Henry said this in his commentary. Though it could not reach them all, it had the desired effect as the woman's touch of the hem of Christ's garment had. How many remember that story? That lady reached out. She was so desperate for Christ, she reached out, touched the hem of his garment. His virtue left him and healed her. And in this that word of Christ, which we read in John chapter 14, was fulfilled that greater works than these shall you do. And such miracles were wrought by Peter's shadow. Think about that. A man's shadow, so full of Christ, full of the Holy Spirit, going and walking in the shadow of Christ Himself, walked by people and they were healed. My God. I don't know about you, but nobody's getting healed when I walk by them. My God, I walk by people in a grocery store and their lives aren't even convicted. Come on. We walk right past a dying, lame, sick world. And we're so consumed with our everyday lives. We're so selfish and self-centered. We walk right past these people and they see nothing different in us. Our shadows pass over countless of multitudes of people within our lifetime. Our spirit, I'm not talking about literal, I'm talking about spiritual shadows. You realize that we do live in this flesh, but everything else is spiritual. I may be in that grocery store, but there are spiritual things happening all around me. And yet we walk by empty of Christ, full of the Holy Spirit we claim, but in reality, we're just full of where Christ could fill us. You know why? Because what we've done, my, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is when Elisha goes to that widow woman's house, and the creditor's coming to take her two sons. Elisha says, what do you have? She said, I've got nothing but a pot of oil. Nothing but a pot of oil. He tells her, he said, go borrow them. He said, don't borrow a few, though. I just believe in my heart of hearts, she went and she filled every crook and corner of that house that she could possibly fit those barrels into. You know what happened? The creditor didn't come take her sons. God filled all that was there. Oh, but you know what we do? We rent Christ the back 40 of our own hearts. We accept Christ and say, okay, you can go live back there in the back corner. The Holy Spirit comes, deals with our hearts in these altars. He goes to fill us in. oh, You know what he can fill? One little cup. It's all we're able to contain Peter, the same man who Christ said, upon this rock I'll build my church. It wasn't much longer after that. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. The same Peter who said, Christ, I'll never deny you. Guess what he did? He denied him. Not only did he deny, he denied him, but he cursed him. He cursed at the lady. He said, I don't know the man you're talking of. Come on, how many of you have cursed lately? Oh, we're still wearing our fig leaves. That's all right. That's all right. The shadow of Christ is going to illuminate some things tonight. Hallelujah. 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 This same Peter, this same Peter was the one who who we would have labeled a failure. You'll you'll hear pastors almost make fun of Peter for stepping out of the boat and starting to sink. Not many of us would have done it. Not many of us would have got out and said, Jesus, if you'll bid me come, I'll come. This same Peter is the one who then walks by. People were healed just from the glimpse of his shadow. But can I tell you tonight that it wasn't Peter's shadow that was crossing over these people. Oh, come on. It was just like that man in Acts chapter 3 when he reached down and he said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto thee. And he reached out his right hand and pulled that lame man up. Silver and gold have I none. The modern day church, I'm telling you as a preacher, is hard. It's hard for me. You've got one side that says you need to wear a three-piece suit, tell your wife she can't cut her hair or wear any makeup. The other side, I feel like I need to be wearing skinny jeans with a baggy shirt and a denim jacket. Preaching a greasy grace. How about this? The wages of sin are always death. Oh, but there's a grace from a God who loves you that sent his only son to die into the world. And if that's the case, and we're really born to be full of the Holy Spirit, then why aren't you and I allowing Christ to make the room for that Holy Spirit? He coined it in John 14, the spirit of truth. You know why so many of us are dealing with deceit and condemnation and are pounded by the enemy? Because we're no longer hearing the Spirit of truth. Why is that? Because we've not allowed Christ to come in and overtake our lives. We've not allowed Him to fully come in and have control. We've not fully surrendered. It's hard to preach. I'm telling you, you got some people, you're being too hard. Others saying you need to preach a little softer. You're not preaching it hard enough. Shake them over the pits of hell. Let them smell the smoke. I'm all for that when it's time for it, but I can tell you this all you've got to do is preach sin will send you to hell and grace will send you to heaven. But you know what we've done as churches in modern day America? We've sold them programs and we've sold on platforms, and we've done all these different things, and you know what happens when they look at their shadow? They hate their self. They say, I'm supposed to be a Christian. Why do I hate myself so much? Why do I look at my shadow and hate my own shadow? It's because you're not going to be satisfied with anything less than Christ. Oh, but what we've done is we look. We go for the nearest fads. We go, to, we go where it makes us comfortable. And all the while, Jesus is walking right on down the road. We've left the shadow of his wings. We're no longer under his covering. And we wonder why we fall prey and we're so susceptible to everything that the enemy attacks us with. 1 Peter chapter 5. Verses 5 through 7. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you, subject one to another, and be clothed with humility for God. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. This is the same Peter that we just read about, that his shadow healed. We know his story. We know all of his failures. We know everything that he did, but we also see where he is so full of the Holy Ghost that it's Peter who preaches the Pentecost message. It's Peter who reaches down and picks up that man that's healed. It's Peter that then, as these people run in with amazement, this lame man's just been healed. It's Peter who preaches the next message. 5,000 souls converted to Christ that day. Peter. But you know what? Peter, when he got to that point, when he truly began to be used by Christ and the, the gifts of God were orchestrated in Peter's life, it was when it was no longer Peter, but it was Christ working through Peter. Peter and all of his arrogance, selfishness, cut a man's ear off, anger. How many of us can relate to Peter? Peter's one of my favorite characters in the Bible. All of these things that Peter did. Oh, but it was him. It was him who did so many of these amazing things. But why? Because Peter was now overshadowed by the shadow of Christ. He was now no longer a slave to himself. Oh, but he was a servant to Christ. We're not like that. We are not like Peter. We walk, I said, we walk past people. They don't even know we're Christians. Oh, we're keyboard Christians on our Facebooks and our Instagrams, all of these things. But a true measure, knowing that you're full of Christ, is for you to be able to walk into a room People listen to you, see you, hush their conversations. How many times at work do people just keep right on cussing, talking dirty jokes, all of those things around you? Do they know you're a Christian? But how do they know? How do they know when your shadow looks just like theirs? My God, I'm telling you, this has gripped me to the core. Why? Because I've never seen... An emphasis on a shadow in my life. But can I tell you that a shadow only follows where it's being led. When I'm walking, my shadow follows me. What does your shadow look like tonight? Because you know what? I've seen it. I've seen my own. And I hated myself for seeing my own shadow. Why? Because nothing less than Christ can satisfy me. Nothing less than Christ can satisfy me. But my God, I walk bound up, but I just keep, like Brother Ray did this one, I just keep putting it on and putting it on. Carrying the load. Carrying the load. Carrying the load. I can do this. It's really not that bad. Carrying the load. Only when Christ... Illuminates your life, and you see the shadow of your life, you hate yourself. And you know what happens when you hate yourself? You can't love others. My God, when you hate yourself, you can't love other people. I've seen people bound. Why? Because they hate themselves so much. There's no freedom, there's no joy. There's no liberty in Christ. Why? Because all they can see is their own failures. All they can see are their own shortcomings, their own insecurities. Can I tell you that will never go away until you submit your all to Christ? Peter says, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves one to another. But you know what? Peter else, what else Peter learned to do? That seventh verse, he said, casting. All your cares upon him, for he careth for you. This last month and a half, I've carried so much on my shoulders. I have carried so much weight. So much condemnation, so much fear. But you know when it really broke, is when I laid down all my cares at Jesus' feet. I said, Jesus... I'm tired of carrying it myself. I can't do it any longer. And you know what happened? He didn't chastise me like an angry father. No, no, no. No, no. God opened his arms up, and like a little boy, I ran into his arms. I can tell you if my little boy ran into my arms right now, he would no longer see his shadow on the ground, but the one who's greater than he is. My God, it's time for some of us tonight. Quit running from God. He's not an angry God. He's a jealous God. He's loving. His loving kindness is greater than life itself. Stop running from him. Just humble yourself. Say, God, I failed you. I know I have. Look in my shadow. Do you know what he's going to do? He's going to open up his arms and he's going to hold you. When you look down at that ground, You won't see your shadow any longer. Oh, but you'll see the one who holds the heaven and earth in his hands. You'll see the one who created you. You'll see the one who placed every desire within your heart. A real encounter with Christ. That's what Peter had finally gotten to. All of his failures and mistakes. All of his shortcomings. But you know what changed Christ finally made enough room in Peter's life that when the Holy Ghost came and he filled Peter to the utmost, I can tell you he didn't just have a little bit of God. He didn't just have a little bit of He didn't have a little cup full. He didn't have our little religious bottle full like we all carry around. Peter was full of the Holy Ghost. My God, if we'll get full of the Holy Ghost, we'll see God do some amazing things in our lives. But you know where it all starts? Number one, it starts looking at your own shadow. But number two, it comes to actually allowing Christ to make room in your life. You know what happens? We've got a lot of rich young rulers that sit on church pews every day. We come to God and say, God, I've done it all right. And he said, yeah, but there's one thing. One thing. One thing. And you know what we do? We sit on these church pews, and we sit on these pews, and we go back home. We're wearing nice clothes. We raise our hands in worship. We might even come stand in the front and worship. But you know what happens? When we go home, before we get in our car, we see our shadow, and we hate ourselves more than the moment we came in these doors. Why is that? Because every time that you choose Christ, you, get, you, don't, you don't choose Christ, you drift further away from him. I'm telling you what now. God's dealing with my heart right now. Dealing with my heart. Mark 16. Verses 17 and 18. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall by my hand, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. How many of those signs are following you around? Oh, man. And I don't know about you, but when I look at my life, I hadn't cast many devils out. You know why? Because when the devil pops his head up in church, we're more scared of our own shadow than we are that devil. We can't deal with that devil. Why? Because we're not under Christ's covering. We're exposed. We know. If I go try to mess with that, you read a few verses down. In Acts, those men go. I can tell you that devil whipped them. Why? Because they weren't of Christ. This is what happens to us when we're not under the covering of Christ. We can't actually help a lost world. People come in here bound by addictions, bound by demon possession. What, we've got Brother Jared that can do it? Sister Stacy? The rest of us turn and run. Why? Because we know in ourselves we can't do it. But why is that? It's because all we can see is our shadow. We don't see the shadow of Christ. Christ does not overshadow us, He does not cover us. Yes, we might speak in tongues, but that's about all that the Holy Ghost is to us. We've become satisfied with a tongue talking experience, we've become satisfied with saying, I'm full gospel. We become satisfied with saying, maybe not right now, but later. All the while, the spirit of truth, that's the Holy Ghost of God, is trying to deal with yours and mine heart, saying, if you'll just humble yourself and submit to me, but stop carrying around all this weight, stop carrying around your facade, stop carrying around all of your religious antics, cast them all at my feet. Because you know what happens when we're at Jesus' feet? We're no longer separated from Jesus. You and I were never created to be separated from God. God said, Adam, where are you? He's saying tonight, where are you? Come back to my wings. Come back to my covering. Why? Because as soon as you step out from the covering of Christ... You're setting yourself up for failure. In the first part of John 14, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. How many troubled hearts are there tonight? I can tell you my heart was troubled. Why? Because a man that went to this church fell prey to addiction and stepped into eternity. That troubles my heart. Why couldn't he have just come to me? Yes, we didn't know each other. But did my shadow not portray Christ enough to him? It's nobody. Look, this I'm not saying it's anybody, so I'm just giving you an example. Is your shadow affecting others for Christ because it won't in yourself? Oh, but if you are under the covering of Christ, I can tell you you'll see a difference in this world. You may think I'm insignificant. You may think I have nothing to offer. And you're exactly right. You don't. Neither do I. You know what? The devil, like I said, he pounded my head. But I finally told him. I said, you know what? Devil, you're right. There is nothing good in me. I can't preach like this with one page of notes on my own. Oh, but I can tell you when you spend time with Jesus and he pushes those things out of your life. And he pushes things out of your life. And he shows you who you really are. But then you allow the Holy Ghost to come in and fill those void that he pushes out. See, some of our problems are Christ has pushed things out. But instead of being full of the Holy Ghost, we let other things come back in. But when you're full of Christ, there are no limitations to what he can do. I was talking to one of my best friends. I grew up with him. One thing that God's been dealing with his heart, with mine as well, is how underwhelming we live as Christians. So underwhelming. Think about Jesus saying, they'll do greater works than me. What have you done greater than Jesus? You're not going to do anything. What has Jesus done through you? I can tell you, the laxness and the state of the Christian church, especially in America, has a direct correlation to us not allowing God, who he was intended to be within our lives. We become comfortable living half full. I can go pray and turn my right music on and I'll speak in tongues. That's good enough for me. Come on now. Come on, I'm not saying music's a bad thing when you pray. I love to turn worship music on sometimes. Oh, but there's other times I know that I can't have anything specific trying to usher me into the presence of God. There are times that I need to know that when I cry out to God, it's not based off emotion or feelings or anything else, but that when I cry out, Father, I need you. He's always there. Psalm 63. going to read this in closing I'm telling you this is one of the most beautiful psalms I've ever read God dropped it in my heart really about two weeks ago I didn't know really why until until now it says, "O oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek Thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. How many of you want to see God move in your life like He does in the house of the Lord?" Because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with morrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Verse 7. All of these things before this are joy and peace, remembering the goodness of God, worshiping God. Why can, he, why can David do this? Verse 7, because thou hast been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 In the shadow of his wings, we can rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That ought to put a praise inside of you. Some of you can't worship any longer because you're no longer under the wings. You look at your life, you look down at that ground and you see your shadow. You try to worship God, but you can't. Why? Because your shadow exposes who you really are. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. Who wants to follow hard after Christ again? I want to. Why? Because that's where the covering of his wings are. But you know what we did? I preached about this Tuesday night. We accept the goodness and the mercy and the grace of God. And then we allow him to walk on down the road. Not following him. Why would we leave his covering because we covet our lives more than we do his. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth, They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. Can I tell you tonight that if you'll come and sit at the feet of Jesus tonight, you'll allow his covering, his shadow, his wings to cover you. All of those voices from the enemy, they have to be silenced. They must go back to the pits of hell where they originate from. Why? Because Christ is greater than all of that. But we've got to start believing that he's greater than all of that. My God, we have God the Father who sent his son to die for us. And we have the Holy Spirit to fill us, lead us, and guide us. We should be some of the greatest Christians to walk the face of the earth. We have the entire living word of God. These things you read about Peter doing in Acts, he didn't have the rest of the New Testament. When Peter walked by and his shadow was healing people. Actually, Christ's shadow through Peter was healing people. He didn't have 1 Peter to go read. He didn't have First and Second Thessalonians. We do. And we are some of the most inept Christians that have walked the face of this earth. Why? Because we're no longer under the shadow of Christ. We've been taught and told you can just accept Christ for who he is. And that's good enough to get you to heaven. It's a journey. It's a walk. As soon as you leave that covering of Christ. As soon as you're no longer under the wings. You are susceptible to every attack and every ploy of the enemy. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that swears by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Anybody else tonight ready for some lies to be stopped? Yeah. Anybody else ready for the enemy to have his mouth shut? All it takes, all it takes is for you to come down and submit yourself. Humble yourself to Christ and say, Jesus, I've tried it on my own. Oh, I'm talking to the born again believer too here now. I'm talking to the born again and the lost. I'm telling you, we, we live our lives, say, Christ I'll take the gift, but I don't need you to pass any further than this. And we wonder why we're so bound. We wonder why we drop those papers in that burn barrel. Why the next week is, we've got even stronger addictions than we did before. Why is that? It's because Christ does not overshadow who we are. But I can tell you tonight... He's come tonight, and he's going to break off all condemnation, all doubt, all fear, all anxiety, all depression, all sin, pornography, lust, lukewarmness. Come on now. Lukewarmness will send you to hell just as fast as a strict religion will. Yeah, we want to gang up on the legalistic people. It's like you're being too hard, too many rules. I can tell you, not enough rules will send you to hell too. Not enough of a standard will send you to hell too. Oh, but I'm not willing to go there. Why? Because I'm going to stand tonight and bow my my face at the feet of Jesus and say, Jesus, if you'll cover me one more time, Jesus, I'm not going to leave your shadow again. Jesus, I want to be able to walk and live my life. And people know that I'm a Christian. I want my very presence. The presence of Christ through me for people to look at me and say, you convict my life. What do you have that I don't have? It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter what you've come from. It doesn't matter if you're red, yellow, black, or white. Jesus is just, God's just looking for Jesus' blood on your heart. And if he does that, I can tell you that if there's a lost and dying world, a lost soul looking for Jesus, and you possess the one they're looking for, it don't matter if you have the same background that they do. It don't matter if you look like them, if you've been through the same situations they have. I can tell you that as long as you have what they're looking for, you'll be able to impart it unto them. But where does it start? Right here, right now. Getting back under the shadow of Christ. Because I can tell you, you're gonna hate your own. Some of you tonight need to get real with yourself. Look down at that ground of that shadow. I pray that from this day forward, I know I won't. I pray from this day forward, when you're walking through your yard and you look down and see your shadow, oh, that God pricks your heart of this message. I can tell you, I've forever been changed. The shadow is what follows. There is a shadow to whatever is leading. But what's leading your life? Is it you or is it Christ? Because I can tell you, if it's Christ, you're going to see God begin to use your life in ways you never thought imaginable. Did I ever think I'd be preaching the way that I am? Absolutely not. But you know what is? Christ in me. I'm telling you, I've never been so broken anxious, just agonizing. God, I gotta have you. I must have this message, God. I could have brought a pretty, a pretty lecture with three points and a poem and a nice little payoff at the end, but what good would have that done me and my soul because I can tell you I'm living what I'm preaching right now. I'm not standing up here pointing a finger at anybody. My heart is pricked just as I hope yours is. But where does it start, church? Right here. Amen. Right now. Brother Ray, for you, whoever's coming, you can stand with me tonight. Casting a shadow. The reality of it is, your life is casting a shadow whether it's yours or whether it's Christ, but I can tell you that you won't find satisfaction, you won't find peace, you won't find rest, you won't find joy in anything other than the shadow of Christ. What good are we to the kingdom of God to say that we know and possess this Christ only for our shadow to look just like the world's? Some of you tonight, I want to ask you to come down. Some have already come. I want you to come to these altars and say, Jesus, I need you to cover me in your wings. Jesus, I'm tired of looking at my own shadow. I'm tired of carrying around the weights. I'm tired, God, living under condemnation. I'm tired of living under fear. Our Bible says that God resists the proud. But I can tell you, your pride resists God. Some of you still have not moved. You have still not come because you are not willing to fully surrender to Christ. You are not willing to lay down your pride and say, God, I've been a prideful person. I've carried these weights. I've walked, I've done what I thought I could do on my own. Jesus, I can't do it. I can tell you this. I may not have done some bad things in my life. By the grace of God, he kept me. But I can tell you, I've been prideful. I've had hatred in my heart. I've had bitterness in my heart. But you know what took care of all of that? Coming at the feet of Jesus, laying under the wings of Christ, saying, Jesus, I can't do it on my own. I need you to do it, God. This message tonight was preached exactly living out what I preached. I couldn't do it in myself. Oh, but under the covering of Christ. Oh, may we live full of the Holy Ghost, make room for Him. John said, He must increase, and I might decrease. He didn't say, I'll decrease first. That implies that we do the work. Oh, but he said, He must increase. We must allow Christ to increase in our lives. We must allow Him to fill all that He removes with His Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth. Just let God deal with your heart tonight. Don't don't be in a hurry. Don't pray for a couple minutes and jump up and run back. Really come to the foot of the cross really come and lay under the covering of Christ. Let Him cover all of those sins. Let Him cover all of that condemnation. Let Him cover everything that afflicts you. He bore our sins for this very moment. He bore our sins on the cross for this very moment. It goes beyond an initial encounter at salvation. Oh, but we're meant to live under the wings of Christ. For all joy and peace is there. Oh, it didn't say you wouldn't have attacks. It didn't say you wouldn't face hardships. You will. But you know what? That voice won't be louder than Jesus's. why. Because I'm under his wings. Let God deal with your heart tonight. Let him deal with your heart tonight. Be submissive to him. Don't be prideful. Don't withhold from Christ. Oh, but let him come and deal with your heart tonight.